Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one. Zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast, everybody. The show about the show, the show within the show, which is available on its own iTunes or Radio.com feed. Just search Permission Granted or PGP. Or get it on the normal DA show, iTunes, or podcast feed at radio.com or other places, if that's where you usually download the show. Also, you can go to the website, cbssportsradio.com, click on the DA show tab. So let's start with the venerable Binghamton Rumble Ponies, because while you were gone <laughs> last week on, on your vacation to Hawaii, on Tuesday's show, because of a weather makeup on Monday, they played... I believe, a doubleheader which started very early. The only way that I would know this, that the voice of the Rumble Ponies is our friend Jacob Wilkins, who you featured on the PGP Permission Granted Profile two weeks ago. Yes. And we are thrilled that he has been elevated and got this job because there was a extreme jakeover where we put all of our be- eggs in the basket of trying to help along his career. And just weeks after that, he got this double-A job. Apparently only thrilled to some extent, though. <laughs> well, that's true. So... We're obviously rooting for him. We played audio of his no-hitter. We played audio of his first call, his first game ever in soundcheck. Frankly, we want to be playing audio every week of Jacob Wilkins calling games. If he could send it. And unfortunately, the archives aren't great for the Rumble Ponies online. Yeah, and I'm assuming his Wi-Fi is not great up there either. And then he called a no-hitter. There was, I think it was the first no-hitter since 07 for the Rumble Ponies. So he was there for six days they had not had a no-hitter in, like, 12 years, and he called it. Right. The previous play-by-play announcer was there a decade, never saw a no-hitter. Jacob, in his first week, gets a no-hitter, a combined no-hitter. So he's got Mothership Mojo going on, and so now we're kind of tuned into what's going on with the Rumble Ponies, double-A affiliate of the New York Mets in Binghamton, New York, and upstate central New York. So a guy calls up last week when you were gone and says, Hey, DA, I don't know if you know this, but I was listening to the show, and at 11 a.m. Eastern time, it got cut off, and I heard Jacob Wilkins. And I thought you guys were playing a bit. And he said, no, the more I listened, the more I realized it was Rumble Ponies pregame. How about that? Hosting the pregame show, too. So they're on the station we're on in Binghamton, New York. Uh, That's just great synergy. That's great synergy. It is. But the problem is, where and when does a doubleheader begin at 11 a.m.? I bring this up because, number one, that's a really early start time for baseball players. Sure. Unless it's like a camp day for schools. That's true. But... They also have really long road trips, so you could imagine, you know, the bus rides and the long travel. Sure, that sure. could if factor. Got to get in. to from Binghamton, New York, to Portland, Maine. You may need that game to end a couple hours earlier. So this is what's interesting. On the day they had the double header, okay, I went back into the archives and searched the press release, and it says double header will begin at five thirty-five Eastern time with two hmm. seven inning games. Now 
unless there was weather that night that forced them to move up the game. Which is possible with these minor possible. league stadiums. Sure. But the other possibility is Jacob pirated the airwaves to bring you Rumble Ponies coverage oh, come in the on. middle of our show. You think he'd do that on purpose? Well, he knows the audience is there. Who knows him? But does he have the technology or the steady hands to pull off a maneuver like that? Well, I mean, look, I think you're usually your own engineer for minor league baseball. So you think what? Jacob popped into whatever radio station that his games are on, knew what buttons to flick and to get himself live and host a fake pregame show? Okay, how about this? I think it's possible. Jacob Wilkins went to the ballpark early because he always does. As a broadcaster, you've got to be there. He's also the PR man there. so He, he handled- might literally be living there. We don't know. That's absolutely true. He gets there, let's say, at 9 a.m. for the 535 first pitch. That's right. <laughs> he is listening to the radio because we're on and goes, you know what? I'm in front of the board right now. I'm in the press box. Let I have the audience that knows me. I'm new to the job. Let me flip the switch and bring Rumble Ponies Weekly. And I do an hour. Well, I would hope it's more than one week if he's going to start a weekly show. Well, no, I'm just saying that maybe this is like a Rumble Ponies roundup that he does. Rumble Ponies magazine. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't see any evidence that there was a game played at 11 a.m. last week. No it, evidence. Is it possible? Just hear me out for a second. Okay. Is it possible that with not a lot going on in Binghamton, they take two hours in the afternoon to replay the previous night's game on radio? Okay, that's an interesting idea. However, the reason there was a doubleheader was the night before was rained out. So there was no game the night before. The day before? The game before that? Well, I mean, I guess that's possible. Maybe replaying the no-hitter. Wow, maybe. Okay, so we're going Rumble Ponies Classics yes, on the Rumble Ponies be. Radio Network. <laughs> I think it could be Rumble Ponies Classics. That's the only thing that makes sense because, frankly, I don't know how coverage begins of Rumble Ponies Altoona Curve at 11 a.m. on a weekday. Doesn't make any sense. It's like a Super Bowl pregame show, the extended pregame. Right. So I get Iron Eagle host in there doing a couple interviews. If that happened, do you think that Jacob would admit that he did it? Yeah, because at this point, what does he have to lose? He must be con- first of all, he had to be confident in himself enough to do it. Number two, what does he need us for anymore? He's the voice of the Rumble Ponies. So what does he care if he ticks off us? Well, he should care because we help make him. But he doesn't think that. I mean, you heard him on the PG profiles two weeks ago, he still believes he made him. I mean, he does give us some credit, but he's not exactly like he jumped fully in there. It's true. The only credit that he actually gave us was his shoes. Correct. That, yeah. The Chelsea boots. That, if I hear one more about the Chelsea boots, I'm going to jump into Chelsea Pier. That Leslie Ram, that Lisa Ramos actually, you know, had some advice from that he took. Now, I will say, apparently it's not impossible to play that early. Coming up on Wednesday... <laughs> Okay, the Rumble Ponies will be in Bowie, which I believe is the double-A affiliate of the Orioles, Bowie, Maryland. Okay, in and there's famous a, town. There's an 11.05 first pitch there. Who's going to these games? I don't know. I guess it's a getaway day because you have to travel so far. You just clicked, by the way, and all I can see here is a picture of a dog, a picture of a peace sign that says Buck Tuesdays, and a picture of hot dogs that says Dollar Dog Night. They're really trying hard in Bowie, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't tell you what player was on the team. <laughs> I mean, who is going to Rumble Ponies Bowie Crabs? There's a Bowie Crabs? I don't know. At 11.05 on a Wednesday morning. I'll do you one better. Who's listening to Rumble Ponies <laughs> Bowie Crabs at 11.05 on a Monday morning? <laughs> Maybe it's a getaway day because they've got to get to Akron to play the Rubber Ducks the next okay. day. 
Yeah, all right. So you know, you got to get that game over by two thirty. Head back on the road to Akron. So getaway days at eleven a.m. Is it possible that that guy just was meant another day, and you thought it was that day? I mean, maybe. I guess it's possible, but I mean, really valuing the listener there <laughs> to assume he was dead on with that day. I have to trust him. Yeah, well, but we got to trust the schedule, don't we? I guess. I don't know. Something's fishy about this. I got to get to the bottom of this. I think something's crabby about it. I think Jacob Wilkins pirated the radio station to do Rumble Ponies Weekly instead of our show. Uh, look, this is a guy who barely wanted to be on the show when he was from Vegas. Now True. I think he's pirating to do his own show. Yeah. I, look, I, I will go with you and back you, and I'll do an investigation with you. I just want on the record. I don't think that's what happened. I think there was an 11 a.m. game or there was a replay of a game. All right, we need to delve into this a little bit deeper. Let me ask you, on your trip to Hawaii, what's the best thing you ate? Ooh, the best thing I ate was probably garlic shrimp from Giovanni's Shrimp Truck on the North Shore of Oahu. Yeah, so they're very big on garlic shrimp, particularly in Oahu. And it's, you know, you crack and peel the shrimp, and it's in this garlic butter sauce. Oh, yeah. So the shrimp trucks are really famous on the North Shore. A lot of the big resorts are on the South Shore. So if you drive around the island, there's a lot of waterfalls and nice beaches, and that's where they do a lot of the surfing tournaments you see on TV. And almost every other town or every town has a couple shrimp trucks. You get off a mm. couple scoops of rice, and they'll either do them in some kind of hot and spicy sauce, some kind of lemon sauce, mm. or garlic, which is what they're famous for, the garlic shrimp. Mm-hmm. So the garlic shrimp, specifically at Giovanni's, which I think has been on Diners, Drives, and Divins. Divins, yeah. Whatever the name of that show is. It, it's unbelievable. So that was probably number one for me. Number two, at the Kona Brewery, I had basically like a shrimp panini. Which was they're big on the seafood, obviously. So mm-hmm. both both dishes shrimp oriented, mm-hmm. and it was like shrimp with melted cheese and old bay so, uh, seasoning. Oh, that sounds great. It was unbelievable. So yeah, both things shrimp dishes were the best things I ate. Interesting. My best dish on the road in Texas was Salt Lick Barbecue in Round Rock, Texas. It actually was just outside of their minor league baseball stadium. I like that name, Salt Lick. Yeah, and uh, I said everything looks so good because I was watching the kitchen. They just they prepare it right outside for everybody. Hmm. So I knew what I wanted to get. So I wanted to get a little bit of everything. The burnt ends, which is very rare, you don't find them in a lot of places, were phenomenal. The pulled pork was phenomenal, and it was the best smoked turkey I've ever had. And I think smoked turkey is a very Texas-specific thing. Smoked turkey is delicious, but for you to say the best smoked turkey I ever had makes it feel like you're having smoked turkey often, and that's just not something you have. No, that's true, but like, okay, it's probably better than 75% of my Thanksgiving turkeys. Okay. It was really juicy and really smoky. And I, I think they only do this in Texas. And I've had some smoked turkey with other places that just didn't live up. They're kind of dry, and it feels like you wasted that part of the order. Does it feel like, because the best part of smoked turkey is you're biting into it, it's like melting in your mouth like yeah, butter. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh, that's good. That's what it was. Oh, it was tickling my really tummy. phenomenal. So my question was going to be, last year when you went, you were a local hero that we have a big fan base in Oahu. Right. Did you? No, they had, up- okay, that's different. Kauai. Oh, sorry. So I went to only Oahu. Oh, so okay. the, the question, not to interrupt you, was going to be, did I run into any of our fans? Yeah. I did not because they are our Hawaiian fan base seems to be centrally located <laughs> on the island of Kauai. I only went to the island of Oahu. Gotcha. I wonder why that is. Yeah, I don't know. Look, I, the, the radio station goes to all. Yeah, well, first of all, the, the Kauai listeners primarily listened on Radio.com. Ah. I think we're actually on in Oahu because of Honolulu. Yeah. They had there was flicking through. But yeah, for whatever reason, Kauai is a big mothership board. So if you ever go, you have to go to Kauai yeah. because that's where our listeners are. Yeah. Going on the Nepali cruise to hook you up, the yeah, whole deal. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, interesting. So we are very big on one island. Yeah, one island. Yeah. So <laughs> we're big on the island of Kauai, not Oahu. So I stayed away 
from fans and stuff like that. Instead, though, watching games in the afternoon with St. Louis Blues fans, with San Jose Sharks fans, with Golden State Warrior fans. So we had a lot of regular sports fans. I just blended in. That's pretty cool. So next week, we'll get back to the permission-granted profile Yeah, you, know, you just got to give me some contacts. Yeah, You've I'll been do- very absent-minded of late, Damon. I'll do that. Yeah, I think it's the vacation part of things. I also got bit by a lot of bugs in Texas, and I think they're, like, big. Are you serious? Yeah, big, like, have bugs. Checked, they've been checked out? Like, I, I wonder if I have a little Zika or something like that. Well, don't joke around <laughs> about that. You can't have the Zika. I think I'm fine. I'm just a little woozy. And I'm a little lightheaded and a little sore, achy. That sounds like the Ezekiel Elliott virus. <laughs> I just got pushed over by Zeke at an EDM concert. <laughs> <laughs> so so basically going to a taco shop where you almost got shot was not your biggest scar. It was getting bit by monster bugs. Yeah, I survived that. But uh, hanging out in Carter Blackburn's yard where he's smoking all the types of beef ribs and there's like high grass that he hasn't cut in a couple of weeks. You know, I think that that Couple was... A couple weeks? He, the guy hasn't worked since college basketball. Can he get up there with a mower? I guess he has somebody come to do it named Flavio, and he said Flavio didn't come last week. Oh. So Flavio killed me on this. Are we sure Flavio's alive? <laughs> we sure Flavio wasn't at the taco place. <laughs> all right, Side B is going to be all in and all about the birthday party from last week where you were absent, but uh, Bogus defends us for having the, the party. Yeah, yeah, and, and I want to get behind the scenes, too, of how the birthday party came to be as well because that's what we do on the Permission Granted Podcast. All right, that's coming up on Side B. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, welcome into Side B of the PGP. This is Mraz back from Honolulu, back from Hawaii, hosting Side B. Although you played a PGP profile, a permission granted profile with Kenny Brock a week ago. So this should be week three of the permission granted profiles. But apparently, look, we're into breaking rules on the DA show, as we saw with Huge Freeze on my birthday celebration being allowed on the air. So we're going to take a break from the permission granted profiles for one week. And bring back Andrew Bogus because I think we need to dive deeper into all of this and uh, the week that was without me. So the bogeyman returns to side B. Andrew, hello. So this is an emergency recording. No, I what w- you're saying. I wouldn't call it an emergency. Look, I'm gonna. You know what? As long as we're we're into breaking rules and and full disclosure, my obvious. Uh, I'm sorry. My permission granted profile this week was supposed to be Pens, Mark Pensner. Big fan of the DA show, color analyst on Long Island Flag football games. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah, that pens, right. Yeah, the problem is he's good friends with DA, and DA has his contact, and I will put this up because we are nothing but if not transparent and honest. Right. On Monday, DA was doing the show from Austin. I returned. I still haven't seen DA at the time of this recording since before I left for Hawaii, and I asked DA, hey, can you shoot me Pens' number? I'd like to get him on the PGP this week. He, of course, never did that. So I said, okay, well, rather than wait, because DA has been on me before about timely permission granted podcast, I said, well, I'm not going to wait. We're going to do pens next week, and I'm going to get Andrew Bogus on this week. And also, I'm not going to care if it's not a PG profile, because you know what? None of you guys seem to care about a banishment for huge freeze. So here we are. Oh, here we are. So welcome. Yeah. How are you? Uh, not. Uh, my panties are fine. Yours are in a bunch still over this, huh? Well, Isn't it, it funny when the tables are turned how sensitive somebody else gets? It's not that I'm sensitive. It's, it's not? just It's a lack of respect. Is More that what anything. it is? Yeah. Now, see, here's the problem that I have with this. Nine times out of ten, and this is this is a, a positive. It's a it's a compliment. It might not sound like it. 
um, you are shameless in your self promotion. I mean, you'll do you drank dirty microwave coffee filter water. Sure did f- on WFAN for a thousand dollars. Right, you have no problem, you know, talking about embarrassing things. You admit all of your f- mistakes and missteps and embarrassments freely on the air. Sure, you hide nothing. But for some reason, this one thing bothers you so much when we you were you were you couldn't have been farther away basically while still in the United States and we did an entire show both audio and video about you in your absence and nothing but whining since then okay now I'm gonna make things clear before I get into the behind the scenes part of this which I'm actually interested in okay number one from a strictly listener point of view if I could take myself away I found the show and from again I didn't listen to all three hours watch all three hours frankly because well I was in Hawaii yeah 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 so I I watched the video that was posted and I listened to the PGP I found it funny I found the general idea funny I got the bit ha ha Sean's not here he loves Fudgy the whale we'd never do this if he was here so right. let's taunt him while he's on vacation yeah where ultimately I get the last laugh because you know I'm in Hawaii. Sure. So that, were you in Hawaii? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So for and I, I made sure to post a lot of pictures. Yeah, no, I know. So another thing that I've been called out by you for. No, 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 no. By Bilotti. No, no, no. This is this is are you on vacation? Are you on vacation? And then the next time you're on vacation, you send more pictures from the airport than I did in the entire week I on the Jersey Shore. I don't think No, that happens. I, you could take to the archives. <laughs> I think that was Pete. But so overall I found it funny. My biggest issue again, though. Was if you guys just put them on cake cam, like that reminded me a lot of when Badlands Booker ate the hot dogs and we couldn't do a contest and we had a casual, uh, whatever, or the casual wingership or whatever I remember we that. did. We couldn't have an EMT here right. in time, yeah. Exactly, <laughs> where he just ate on a cam. Right. I thought that was funny. Cake cam's a good idea. The ticker, great idea. Mm-hmm. You know, it reminded me of that stuff. It was the idea when it came to Trace Tuesday, you guys out throwing him a bone and allowing him on the air and then using, oh, the mic happened to be left on, which makes no sense, which nobody buys. No one buys it. But he's banished. You you can't have a banishment. That's somebody banished on your birthday. Well, no, there no, no, are no rules on your birthday. No, there's rules. And I also said, by the way, that mm. you don't want him back. He has to fence me. We still have a fence, <laughs> so he was allowed back on a trash Tuesday before any fencing happened. That's ridiculous. Listen, we might have played fast and loose with the rules of the banishment, Way but too it loose. was, uh, it was and a- shame on the body too. By the way. Because he's been real anti-huge freeze. Well, of course. And he allowed everything to happen. I mean, we've... Uh, hello? What is... We, you can call us now on this show? What is going on here? The first time, long time? So, for those of you just listening, I'm not going to edit this out. I don't know how a phone just rang in I've here. I've never heard any of our phones in these studios actually ring. Yeah, so a phone just rang. So, that's the PGP uncut for you right it here. Is. Oh, all right. So, now here's the Two-faced next... Two-Faced Bilotti. Two-Faced Bilotti. Are we so, done with that? No, well, i got to okay. get back to Bilotti, and this is going to get back to what I wanted to talk about. Okay. Again, Andrew Bogus joining us here on Side B of the Prince Grader Podcast for a little repeat. I want to know how the birthday party came to be because you threw this a day after my birthday yeah which was also a day after i posted a picture acknowledging that it was my birthday as i took a picture in the water yeah and i said there's no way those guys actually remembered that it was my birthday so was it simply you saw me mention something on instagram and said oh we better do something or was this ahead of time no this was ahead of time this was the the end of the week prior and i think it was somebody else it was i think it was mike bisegli the producer of taz and moose it was his birthday last week. Our good friend Rich Ackerman brought in cookies to celebrate Mike's birthday. I think someone mentioned a string of birthdays coming up. Then it was Moose's birthday on Friday. Right. Somebody mentioned your birthday. 
And this all began with just me and Caitlin Richard. Um, it started with, like, we should have all of Sean's favorite desserts in the studio for his birthday without him. That's how it organically began. Just in the newsroom. You. In the newsroom. Then it became on the show. Then it became Fudgy the Whale. Then we were emailing Vicky Biello, who gets Fudgy the Whale for Boomer and Geo on WFAN. Do you have a connection? Do you have a Fudgy the Whale guy that we could talk to? It ends up that they just buy it themselves and bring it in. So then we had to figure out which Carvel was closest to here. Do they deliver? Will they deliver before 9 a.m.? And then somewhere along the way, I don't want to name names, but I will. I'm pretty sure it was Bilotti who suggested bringing or involving Robbie somehow. Okay. All right. That's and, an interesting anecdote. So I'm going to get to in a second. So this went through the entire weekend. Part of the mistake was when it was brought up to do this, I went to your Facebook page to get the date of your birthday, and I thought the date was Tuesday, not Monday. So we were always planning to do it on Tuesday. Got to Monday, finalizing plans, you post, it's my birthday. I go, crap, today's his birthday. (laughs) We're not doing it today. So then the cover was, we couldn't do it on a Monday. Too much happened over the weekend, so let's do it the next day. So here we are, very organically, just a good, good-hearted good poke at Sean, huh. ending up with Fudgy the Whale and Robbie in studio. Then there were balloons, then there were streamers, then there was everything else. So, you know, okay, so now a couple real quick things. Every movie should have a happy ending, okay? Right, and it was. We got cake. I'm assu- And that's my point. I'm assuming when DA comes in today, I will have my happy ending. My assumption is deep down, you guys have saved me a slice in the freezer. Yeah, sure, huh? I know, like, that's kind of the bit here. I'm expecting to receive that on Tuesday. I can't, I'm not giving away any secrets. I know that's kind of like the ha-ha, see, we got you, big guy, here's the slice. What if, or maybe the actual Fudgy the Whale is coming here. Don't taunt me. I Don't mean, tease me. I think me. there's a mascot, a Carvel mascot. He is. I've met him. I've right. met Fudge. Um, Okay. So I, I'm going to withhold, because if there becomes a happy ending, I'm going to have to eat crow next right, week's I mean, this, this, Yeah, we're doing this before Tuesday's show. Right. So, yeah, I mean, the payoff may be coming. Second of all, uh, yesterday on Monday's show, mm-hmm. behind the scenes, DA down Austin, Bilotti talking to me about everything. Bilotti wanted to make sure, and this is what goes kind of weird with what you said, yeah. to let me know that everything that happened with my birthday celebration was his idea. Everything he said. He said, by the way, just so you know, the whole having a birthday party for you while you weren't here, my idea. I don't. I mean, he was involved. Made, made point to say my idea, right? No, he was he was involved almost from the beginning. But I I feel like me and Caitlin had the first conversation. I mean, he might have been there, but I, but I remember, t- and she'll be here soon to double confirm. Well, he did not say me, Bogus, and Caitlin. He did not say me and Bogus. He did not say me and Caitlin. He said my idea. I mean, again, Pete was involved almost the entire way. But I really truly think that it began. Me and Caitlin at my chair outside uh, talking about it. If he was there, and I and I don't remember that, then he was there. But there's no way that that he was patient zero in all of this. Okay, so now Huge brought the cake. Who brought the balloons? Da. Who brought the hats? Da. Who brought Huge? A uh, uh, huge. <laughs> so in other words, Pete didn't bring anything. No. No, he didn't do anything physically that day, no. So, but yet he is making sure to let me know that everything was his idea. Yeah. And so and he admitted he admitted thinking of Robbie because he yeah. definitely said no, was the he first said to everything. He said that, he said the ticker, he said Robbie, said Fudgy, all his idea. 
Uh, I do think Fudgy was his idea. Okay, so maybe Pete has some credence but here. I, but, I, but I really don't think that the idea began with him. Interesting. Yeah. Look. I don't think he I'm just it. I'm just throwing that out there. So you guys better make sure you line up whose idea was because no. there's certain people looking to take bows here. Yeah, no, I, and I don't I don't want credit for it. I'm just re, I'm just relaying facts. I I really don't remember him being involved at the very beginning. I if think, you were Pete, and I'm forgetting it, I apologize. But I remember me. I remember Caitlin thinking huh. of ways to tease you on your birthday when you weren't here. A power struggle. Like the DA show's never Listen, seen. I mean, he can. He was mad at me over a, an egg sandwich on Monday, so I don't. Real? Why is that? Well, so he owed the Taz and Moose crew breakfast because huh. he came in last in our <laughs> in that version of the NCAA tournament. Oh, so you ate salsa in a bunny costume, and all he had to do was buy some egg sandwiches. Yeah. So, and typical Pete fashion, he was slow playing the whole thing. So we never, maybe hoping that we would forget that he had to buy us breakfast. He finally had to do it on Monday, and. Everyone made their order, and I made an order. Oh, I want I, – everyone said bacon, egg, and cheese, bacon, egg, and cheese. I said I want a Western omelet wrap. It's the same thing, just ham and peppers instead of bacon. Right. And I guess because it had ham and peppers, it was $1.50 more than everybody else's bacon, egg, and cheese. Oh, no. And he made it out to seem like I got steak and eggs on the dude. Oh, no, yeah. he didn't. It's a dollar. It's a Western – you're ordering eggs. You're not yeah, ordering lobster eggs. tails. Right. I didn't even get a platter which with, with like – you know, potatoes and and toast, which and would he like had a problem bucks. with spending yeah. more money on. I got all of them giving me crap for, but it started with him complaining about Western omelet. This, that's a good piece. You know what by I did? I threw two dollars at him, and I put the the sandwich back on the desk and walked out of the room. <laughs> from the same guy and who I bought who bought lunch for breakfast that time from DA. Right, exactly. What a exactly. What a scam artist. Well, bogus. You can follow you on Twitter. Sure, why not? At Andrew Bogus, and you can follow me at Mraz CBS. Have a great week, everybody. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.